Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I share my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from my experience and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called A Courageous Mind. Do you live in fear? Are there things in your life that you are afraid to try? Today I want to talk about why courage is the foundational virtue of Stoicism and how to develop a courageous mind. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than fear. Franklin D. Roosevelt One of the four virtues of Stoicism is courage, and for me, it is the most important virtue. Now, there are a lot of things in this world that can cause us fear or anxiety. And most of these things are not things that can actually physically harm us, but still trigger the same physiological response in our body. Courage enables you to face and overcome adversity, which is a prerequisite for living virtuously. It takes courage to practice the three other virtues of wisdom, temperance, and justice, because these virtues require you to rein in your ignorance, control your desires, and to act against injustice in the world. Without courage, it would be difficult or even impossible to practice these three other virtues consistently. But first, let's define courage. According to the dictionary, courage is the state or quality of mind or spirit that enables one to face danger, fear, or vicissitudes with self-possession, confidence, and resolution. Bravery. Now, when we dig a little bit deeper, we find that courage comes from the Latin word core, which means heart. In one of its earliest forms, courage meant to speak one's mind by telling all one's heart. And over time, it has changed to its current definition. But I really like the idea that courage in our words and our actions is about what is really in our hearts. So now that we've established a basic definition of courage, let's talk about why I consider courage to be the foundational virtue, meaning it helps us to live the other three virtues. To make good decisions, you need wisdom. To gain wisdom, you need experience. You get experience by making bad decisions. There are many facets of courage, and if you ever want to read an interesting dialogue on courage, I recommend Plato's Laches, in which Socrates and several others discuss the nature of courage. Within that dialogue, they talk about how courage is not just enduring something, but is also about doing so wisely, 
which is why I thought it was great because it helps to show how the virtues are interconnected. To gain wisdom in our lives, we need to be willing to step up and make choices. If we stand back and don't take any action in our lives and we aren't willing to take risks, then we never gain the experiences that we need. It is through trying and failing that we learn and accumulate wisdom in our lives. It takes courage to step up and be willing to fail. The universe is also not fair in the way that most people think that it should be. And justice is not something that is just built into the world. This is why justice is one of the four virtues. Justice is something that we need to advocate for. It is through our courage that we stand up for fairness, rationality, and the equal application of the law to all that we are able to get closer to having a more just society. It takes courage to moderate ourselves as well, whether that is moderating our emotions, how much we eat or drink, or our other desires. It takes courage to rein in the darker parts of ourselves. Courage is the core of self-discipline. It's the thing that helps us make better choices for ourselves. Courage is also a moderating virtue. Courage helps us to balance fear, not eliminate it. Fear is a useful emotion, but like all emotions, it needs to be managed. If we have too little fear, then we're likely to be overconfident and reckless. Whereas if we have too much fear, then we are paralyzed and we are unable to take action. The tranquility that comes when you stop caring what they say or think or do. Only what you do. Marcus Aurelius Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. Mark Twain Next, I want to talk about the idea of the courageous mind. So the courageous mind is one that is able to act according to reason and wisdom rather than giving it to fear, anger, or other emotions. When you cultivate a courageous mind, then you are able to see and manage the emotions that may arise when you are in challenging or stressful situations. Cultivating the ability to be dispassionate at important moments can help you make choices that are not only beneficial, but also avoid ones that you may regret later. The courageous mind is one that is able to remain calm and objective in difficult situations. A courageous mind is one that is able to see the big picture and act accordingly. In this way, courage is not just about being physically brave, but it is also about being mentally and emotionally brave. When we develop a courageous mind, we step up and we take responsibility for our own actions, rather than blaming others or making excuses. This type of courage is often called moral courage. It takes moral courage to admit when you are wrong, to apologize when you have made a mistake, and to change your behavior when necessary. Growing up, it was often hard for me to take responsibility for things because if I made a mistake and it upset my father, there was a good chance that I would get a beating. I got pretty good at coming up with excuses or placing the blame on someone or something else. Once I was out of that environment, I started to make active choices to take more responsibility for my actions and my choices. When we develop a courageous mind, then we live a life of integrity. And this means that we act according to our principles and our values, even in the face of persecution. Often, because we are afraid of the opinions of others, we may find it challenging to step up and do what we feel is right. When we have developed courage, we don't let the opinions of others hold us back when it matters. A courageous mind enables you to be honest with yourself and others, even when it's difficult. One of the hardest things about self-improvement is learning to be honest with yourself. Our egos would rather hold on to the self-deceptions that we have. We like to think that we are smarter, kinder, or more selfless than we really are. 
The more honest we are with ourselves, the faster we can make progress because we are actually being aware of our shortcomings and failures, and we can address them head on. Self-control is the chief element in self-respect, and self-respect is the chief element in courage. Thucydides Courage is at the core of self-discipline. Courage is what is needed for us to get ourselves to do the things that we want. It takes courage to get up and exercise when we don't feel like it. It takes courage to limit the amount that we drink or to cut down on the desserts that we like. Courage is what we need to step up and take control of our desires and not let them control us. Keep company only with those people who uplift you. Epictetus One of the areas where courage is needed the most is when it comes to boundaries. When you change the dynamic in a relationship by setting boundaries, others may not like it and may get upset with you because they want to keep things as they are. Learning how to set and enforce healthy boundaries is something that takes a lot of courage because the other person may put a lot of pressure on you to keep things the same. Sometimes it may even mean the end of a relationship. And this is an area that I've struggled with a lot in the past. Often I would try to set boundaries with others, only to let things slide when the other person would get upset with me. My people-pleaser behavior would want to resolve the tension. I would also think that maybe I was just doing something wrong because they were upset with me. When you set a boundary with somebody and you hold to your principles, it can feel scary. It can cause a lot of anxiety. It takes courage to hold to your principles and the confidence that comes from holding to your principles can help you stand your ground while being polite but firm. He who does not prevent a feeling of fear is not brave, but he who overcomes fear is. Seneca Don't let your fears paralyze you into becoming a lesser version of yourself. Eliminate fear by confronting what you're afraid of. David Goggins So how do we get better about being more courageous in our lives? One important thing to keep in mind that having courage is not the same as having no fear. If you aren't afraid of something, then you really don't need courage to step up and do it. When you have courage, you are willing to do what needs to be done in face of fear. When we allow fear to control our lives, then we end up living less of a life. We avoid things that are scary or uncomfortable. We don't take risks that would benefit us in the long run and help us live our best lives. We often end up regretting the opportunities that we didn't take because of fear. Developing a courageous mind is something that needs to be practiced. It takes consistently stepping outside of your comfort zone and exercising your will. It means that you need to consciously make choices and take actions in spite of fear and anxiety. The more you practice facing up to and pushing through your fear, the easier it becomes. It is courage that helps us to step up, feel that fear, work through the discomfort, and do it anyway. When we have the courage to face up to our fears, we don't have to take them all on at once. We can start small and work our way up to bigger challenges. You can step into things that are uncomfortable and get used to them. The more we face our fears, the more resilient we become, and the easier it will be to bounce back from adversity. Another key component to developing courage is self-compassion. When we make mistakes or fall short, the best thing we can do is to treat ourselves kindly. Beating yourself up makes it more likely that you will be less willing to try again. When you treat yourself with compassion, then you're giving yourself a safe space to try, fail, and try again. Fear is the basis of all suffering. Both desire and anger are manifestations of fear. Fear itself is a creation of your mind. 
It does not exist independently. Since it is a fabrication, you don't have to fight it, just to understand it. Understanding is the key to freedom. The Ancient Sage Practicing mindfulness helps us to be more aware of our thoughts and emotions. If we are unaware of what we are feeling and thinking, then we tend to be led by our emotions rather than our principles or rational thinking. The more we are aware of our thoughts and emotions, the easier it will be to stay calm and rational in the face of fear. One area of fear that I have is when I fly on an airplane. I know that it is an irrational and visceral fear, but it grips me every time I fly. And this last week I flew out to Salt Lake City to visit some friends and family. It was a challenge for me because even though I know I'm more likely to die driving on the way to the airport than I am to die in the plane, it still spikes my anxiety. The flight to Salt Lake was so rough that they didn't even serve drinks. I sat in my seat and did my best to get my body to relax while I listened to music and talked with my neighbor. I have to say, even though it still spiked my anxiety a bit, it was better than the last time I flew. I think that was a result of my mindfulness practices over the years, and I hope that it will be even better the next time I fly. Why does he smile when misfortune strikes? He knows it is an opportunity to cultivate virtue. Death, loss, decline, these things come for us all. Facing pain is how we make ready. Adversity sharpens the blade of will. Greet the test gladly. Endure. The Stoic Emperor Courage is also closely linked to optimism. If you believe that good things are possible, then you're more likely to take risks and go after the things you want. You'll be willing to face discomfort and fear because you believe that you'll be able to push through and achieve your goals. You'll be more willing to practice self-discipline because you believe that your efforts will pay off. You'll also be less likely to self-sabotage because you'll be less focused on all the things that could go wrong and more focused on the things that you can do right. There's a lot in this world that is challenging, uncomfortable, or scary. It's easy to fall into a place of negativity and complacency. Developing a courageous mind is a lifelong endeavor and needs to be practiced daily. Cultivating courage is like strengthening a muscle. It's something that needs to be done consciously and mindfully in order to keep fear and anxiety from hijacking our minds. It is something that is necessary for developing and improving our self-discipline. Lastly, courage helps you to become more optimistic because you believe that your efforts will be worth it and you will be able to make the progress that you want. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.